0: Hello! Hello!
1: Welcome to More Than Meets the Eye. I am Emma. I'm
0: Antonella. And we're here to help you see the world through a more aesthetically pleasing lens. Woo.
1: Congratulations to us on episode 50! Yeah. us!
0: I know. Officially... It's crazy. This is
1: like the 50th anniversary special. <laughs> yeah. Literally, it literally this because we're doing something really fun this week which we're doing a brand new episode format which is a little little kooky of us but what are we doing Antonella this week what did we do this week
0: (laughs) so today we are interviewing a special guest of our choosing and we are talking about their personal aesthetic and specifically the art that they make and how it ties in to their personal aesthetic and things like that so this week who are we talking to Emma? (laughs)
1: This week we talked to Chanel Campbell, the founder of the Bed on Water brand. It's kind of like a interdisciplinary brand. She does fashion. She makes lots of videos. She does a whole bunch of stuff, mostly fashion based, which is perfect for us because we love talking about fashion and aesthetics. So Chanel is a artist from New York, based in New York, um, currently based out of Brooklyn. Um, she's been working on her brand bed on water for years um they've been you know bed on water's been worn by uh chloe and hallie bailey um i should have done more research on this <laughs> because <laughs> i know people who you can
0: always edit stuff. yourself after
1: that's true um
0: but you got my parts at least
1: yeah that's most important um and most recently she did a collaboration with Tim's, super cool, Tim's and Jimmy Choo actually. Super cool, super cool. I have a very close personal connection to Chanel because I work with Chanel and I do a lot of her video editing. Um, that is how we got to drag her into this. Uh, and yeah, we just had a really fun time with Chanel and we're excited for you to listen to us talk to her.
0: Yes, please enjoy this conversation with our friend, Chanel.
1: Hi, and um, we are talking to Chanel Campbell today. Hello, Chanel. Hi, Emma.
0: We're very excited to have you
1: as our very first guest. Mm -hmm. Period, period,
0: period. Interview episode. All right, do you want to start us off, Antonella? All right, so are you interested in aesthetics, and are they important to you? Or are they just for fun? How would you describe your aesthetic?
2: Um, I'm 1,000% interested in aesthetics. I'm super specific about them, actually. Um, I think that my aesthetic choices kind of exist in two places, where it's, like, either super vibrant and graphic and, like, vintage and collaged. And then, you know, just, like, this hodgepodge of, a you know, a lot of imagery or, you know, colors and shapes, and then this other aesthetic where it's a little bit more subdued, but complex, I don't know, lines and,
1: I don't know. (laughs) More, like, form-based rather than, like, color-based. Yeah. Yeah. Also, just, like, a dark, you have a whole dark set of your aesthetic, Mm -hmm. I feel like. Mm -hmm. Um, But yours is very visual, too. Like, you're fully, like, visual aesthetic Mm
2: -hmm. type person. Yeah.
1: Right.
0: I feel like, I mean, you're the perfect candidate for this episode because... (laughs) You have such a you're in so many different forms of mm-hmm. art making and creating, so but it all feels so cohesive. so how would you describe that one cohesive aesthetic between all of your art making i
2: i don't I don't think I ever tried to describe it before, but I definitely try when I look back at um what I've created, I feel like it it kind of feels a little bit like. I don't know, it's inspirations, like horror inspirations, it's inspired by New York City, like the graphic gritty nature of the city growing up here. So it's just like, I don't know, it's hard to describe, but like if you look there, you see like the elements of that, Mm -hmm. like graphic black and whites, reds, jewel tones, vibrant colors. Mm -hmm. Um, Right, you're
1: talking about these Godzilla posters you have, which are kind of like an
2: element of your influence, I guess, in your work. I guess so. I mean, my, my, my work came, like, I got those after, like, it's just something that was, right. like, I was visually attracted to, because I like vibrant colors, right. super vibrant colors, and then that, like... Right,
1: so or, on that note, like, do you mm-hmm. think you have, like, a separate personal and artistic aesthetic, or do you think, like, in your work and in your everyday
2: life, like, those aesthetics kind of overlap? Separate work and personal aesthetic. Really? Okay. Personally, I'm so subdued. I'm so minimal. Like, if you came to my house, I don't have anything on the wall. I have, like, one painting. Um, these colors in my space where I'm sleeping would be way too much for me. Um, it's very toned down in my okay. personal life.
0: That's so interesting. Yeah. Because I feel like, I mean, the point of this, these types of episodes was for us to, like, see mm-hmm. the, the difference between personal aesthetic and how that, right. like, feeds into the person's art. So... Mm-hmm yeah I'm just curious to see how you feel they connect like that personal aesthetic mm-hmm. versus like what you what you
2: make I think uh personally I just I crave this calmness, so that's why my home is very calm that's mm-hmm. why some of my work is super calm and relaxed but um creatively, there's just this i guess kind of like this manic energy to it because it's like it's related to my mental state, to be honest right. Like 1,000% <laughs> you could see it. It's kind of like, like places. you're trying to balance that out at home, but in mm-hmm. your
0: work
1: you're just trying to like output that energy into yeah. your work rather than like control it.
0: Yeah, I
2: try to get it out as much as possible. Right. Yeah.
0: If you could give us like a concise one sentence, um, how would you describe your aesthetic, whether that's the personal
2: or the artistic aesthetic? Um, personal aesthetic to relax New York. Um, Streetwear. Um, I think professional aesthetic like street princess um, mm-hmm. it really is that it's just like that graffiti energy and that intense energy of the city but like still very feminine and you know princess
1: from Mars too. Yeah, sometimes.
2: yes street princess street space princess, princess. Yeah. going to church or some foolishness like that <laughs> yeah going <laughs> to space church yeah yeah
1: Part two of the interview. We mm-hmm. really want to like dive into your aesthetic more like your per- your professional aesthetic, your mm-hmm. business aesthetic. Mm-hmm. I want to move away from this because I'm sure it's making plenty of noise. <coughs> um, so are there any aesthetics that exist that mm-hmm. you pull from? So like, you know, goth, boho, vaporwave, like these are all aesthetics that exist. Mm-hmm. Um, even though you're doing your own creation, do you think you pull from anything that already exists?
2: A thousand percent. Vintage movies, like vintage uh, found found footage, I gag over, Um, old, I used to do this thing where I did a lot of research into old films, like old black history films, just because they may be talking about dark subjects about like, you know, what it means to be black in America in the past, but the visuals were crazy. -hmm. Like one of the craziest prints I've ever had was the last two seconds of a Nikki, Giovanni, and James Baldwin interview. Yeah. It was like this graphic that was wild. It was fire. And then it was just glitching. So when you screenshot it and extracted the thing, you got this crazy print that looks like something that was created yesterday, but it was from the 60s or 70s. Wow. Sick. Yeah, that's really
1: cool. Thank you. Have you used that before? Or what did you use that in?
2: I did this print, um, I did this sleeveless blazer. And right. long skirt, you'd love it. Yeah, it's kind of mod, but the print is crazy. Yeah, um, and I use that print there, and it's like no one could tell where it's okay, from because I'm see it. yeah, it's yeah, I'll find it for you. It's somewhere in there, like we got some yeah. photo over there that has it. That's such an interesting place to pull from,
0: yeah. and that's I think it's cool when you pull from like a completely different form of media and then put it into something like clothing. Mm-hmm. So, film is like this 3D. Mm-hmm. 2d space versus like something that someone's wearing um so are there any specific people whose aesthetics you're influenced by like a certain icon or Mm -hmm. just any kind of other artist Mm -hmm. that you're drawn to in their aesthetic uh
2: missy elliott i grew up watching missy elliott um buster old buster rhymes videos old Aaliyah videos definitely um old um tlc videos went crazy because it was that whole like black future type thing and it was kind of a detriment to my childhood because I used to like when I was younger I thought that was the future I was like oh we're gonna grow up and that's where we're gonna be I thought it was real and then I got older and I was like oh my god capitalism (laughs) 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 like that was really just a video it's not like that outside so I was a little bit thrown off
1: (laughs) sorry I'm just thinking about that and like that is kind of like it's so, I don't know, for the fun creativeness of, like, childhood, like, mm-hmm. consumption, mm-hmm. but then realizing it is just consumption at the end of the day yeah. um, is there was, interesting. There's a
2: lot of performance art in um, hip-hop and R&B when I was a kid. Like, mm. so much. Buster Arms used to go crazy. Like, he was a performance artist. Yeah. Those videos were vibrant, intense, and just, he was an actor, you know? And so I,
0: much of our Y2K obsession yeah. currently is Destiny's from Child. that, like, yeah. Destiny <laughs> Child, TLC, like, Pink. All of that, like, yeah. is so yeah. is so, like, big right now. Yeah. I also
1: feel like, like you're saying, like, I feel like it's hard to find someone who really is a performer anymore mm-hmm. because, mm-hmm. like, every second in your life is like, mm-hmm. either every second in your life is a performance or yeah. like you don't at all, and it's it's just um, it's hard to find somebody who like
2: has an on and off stage persona like that because mm-hmm. it's like twenty four seven or nothing. Yeah, I think. Well, the most recent form I can see of it is like Solange Knowles. Yeah. When I get home, obviously that, that vibe is is perfect. It's still that future, but it happened so recently. Yeah. You appreciate it. Like, okay, there's still threads of this, mm-hmm. you know?
0: Yeah. She does the whole like fashion, music video, mm-hmm. visuals, everything. Yeah. And I, I so appreciate when an artist is able to like do an entire universe of mm-hmm. just like everything. Right. You just feel like enveloped in this one thought or one right concept but she's
1: also that. not as present outside of that which yeah. is kind of like
0: refreshing yeah, like she's maybe. not like
1: tiktok famous dude. you know <laughs> like so
0: <she's laughs> long yeah, we only like, consume you know. her in her like art right basically right which is so refreshing now it I'm is like we're honestly more so consuming these people rather than their right. art mm-hmm. um nowadays at least mm-hmm. okay let's dive into like when
1: you are in the creative process Mm um how uh how much of your artistic process is like are you consciously deciding everything are you basically like making are you aware of every decision you make or is there like some freedom some
2: experimentation Mm -hmm. in that um so when I was painting um when I just you know I got prints from my paintings there was it was all freedom Mm -hmm. I was working on eight pieces at once so I just had like Bunch of page- pages like on my floor. I had no money for fashion, so I just was painting. Then going to another painting and painting. So it was literally the freest I've ever been, and they happened so quickly because I was so desperate for something to happen fast. Because um, I, was, you know, making clothes takes way too fucking long sometimes.
0: Right. So. So you just talked about how you also paint as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Is there another form of art making that you've yet to bring into your clothing that you want to try? Um,
2: I don't know. It's not technically you could bring it into clothing, but I wanna I want to make beats and music. I write music currently, like I'm telling my story as as graphically as I can with music. Like I hold a lot back from fashion interviews and stuff, but um, I want to bring that in and then have my clothes in like a music video type stuff.
1: Well, I know you you also your goal with Bed on Water is something more of like a place to have art, not just fashion. Like yeah. right now, it is a fashion brand but like mm-hmm. you have goals to go beyond that which is exciting
2: thousand percent it's supposed to be kind of like a production company with all the weirdos gathering and just doing their thing
1: yeah
2: yeah like my idea is to have a studio and just people come in and we just vibe, wigs on the wall clothes everywhere we just have a set and we just make stuff create yeah. stuff. yeah i
0: love that so much it's like a whole yeah like the
2: dream. it's like yeah. a
1: whole everyone's dream yeah, i know it is it's the anti-capitalist like yeah. art dream like it's just so much more free than anything that <laughs> like you can have right yeah. now, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, well, maybe it'll happen. It'll happen.
2: It has to. It has to
1: happen. Um to a choice. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I don't know if a lot of people know this, but I know because we talk about like rituals a lot and like mm-hmm. um, just that kind of stuff. Like, do you have rituals for your art? It doesn't have to be like you know, very excited, but like mm-hmm. just when you're getting ready to like be an artist and like. And the creative process, what is your, like, ritual before
2: you do that? Smoking. (laughs) um, Marijuana. Yeah, definitely smoking, because it just relaxes me a bit. Like, it relaxes the muscles. Definitely music and smoking. Like, that's when it comes down to the painting. That's the space that I was in.
0: Do any parts of your aesthetic go beyond just the visual or superficial meaning? Is there maybe a political underlying message or emotional meaning?
2: (laughs) (laughs) oh my god so it's like a lot of my aesthetic is inspired by like and this is the stuff that i will talk about in music but can't talk about in fashion because it's not it's not mainstream enough like it's a lot of like emotional stress and it's just like this shit is way too expensive to do and when i have a perspective that's so niche and i feel like i'm not supported i'm just like all right fuck it like i don't know yeah so it expresses a lot of anger actually um course feeling like a woman feeling like i experience so mis- misogyny misogyny on a day-to-day basis even though i don't fully identify as just a girl like i'm a tomboy so
1: mm-hmm.
2: to just like i don't know i mean we all know how that feels yeah yeah and even just being like an artist is like there's always a sense
1: of like outside mm-hmm. you know and like in any part of that definition mm-hmm. i feel like it does come like you get some sort of resentment for mm-hmm. just like everything around you because it's like this is not
2: mm-hmm.
1: my role necessarily
2: mm-hmm. but it's just how the world works which yeah, or at least that's right a good now. way to put it like i don't want to hate on anything yeah when you feel like you're not supported then you start looking at what is supported and you right. get it tight
0: yeah. yeah totally the world is not built around <laughs> art or supporting artists no it does not it's not our current capitalist society is not conducive for exactly. being an artist the it way people
1: have it. to like fight tooth and nail for like the government to give any sort of art support is like in every government, you know, mm-hmm. like it's not a thing, it's not a normal thing that
0: like the mm-hmm. government is just like, be an artist, it's like, mm-hmm. no, you know, create And then, ironic because art is so much of the basis for like everything, Literally. so yeah, we think it would be more supported, but um, yeah. no. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I keep getting on like, governmental. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we should
2: get government. I mean, I I government so. is everything that, that is, you know, it's above nah, us. it
1: is. So I feel like I would know how to answer this for you, having worked with you, but also like having seen your stuff from the outside, but like mm-hmm. who in this like space in the, in the world right now, would you see as like your contemporaries, like people that you were like, oh,
2: my art is happening at the same time as theirs. And that makes total sense. You know? mm. um, there's a, like a bunch of people in London that I'm obsessed with. Yeah. I do think they're 1000% better than me though. So like, <laughs> like my That's favorite, <laughs> my favorite people are like, I'm like, damn. I look up to them and I'm like, okay, I have to get to this point where I'm, my storytelling is this this concise and this clear. You know You're what right I mean? Job. Polina, Russo. Polina Russo. I love Polina Russo. I love Mo Lola. I love Charlotte Knowles London. Um, In New York, I love Loire. I love Baragon, Sanchez Kane, Alicia Varia. So, you know, there's a lot of people. These are all designers, but then in terms of artists, like I love Tyler, the creator.
1: That is the person I think of all. Like, I swear to God, I say, like, you're contemporary, and my brain is literally like, Tyler the creative. Because um, there's just, like, the fun mm-hmm. with the same time of, like, the very, like, well done, very serious art as well. Yes. Like, you know, like, the combination. Like, yeah. for both of you guys, that happens. Mm-hmm. And that's why I always think of you guys as, like, contemporaries. Oh,
2: he's fire. And then, like, stuff is dark. Yeah. Like, it's all bubbly looking, but if you listen to the lyrics, they are dark. He's talking about, Wanting to take his life because he fell in love with a man who doesn't love him back. Like, yeah. That's insane. And then a girl. He might be a little dramatic, but...
1: <laughs> no, but that's like... <laughs> but like... What takes his art to the next level, you <laughs> know? It's like right, yeah.
2: right, I've been there too. Let me stop. <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 what would your dream collaboration be? Like, in any form?
2: Well, on which one? Like, fashion? No, anything, anything. Like, anything.
0: What can you like envision? Like, a bed on water? You can do multiple. To Anything.
2: Bed and water uh, crocs. I'd love to collab with crocs. No, <laughs> <Yay! laughs> I'm laughing because I love it. I'm laughing because I love I, it. Because I'm a fucking dork. I, oh, okay. Dream collaboration number one is design a video game. 1,000%. Like, That's could,
1: amazing. But I just wanna, I wanted to say that you are... Chanel is wearing crocs right
2: now. She's wearing platform <laughs> crocs. That's I why mean, I was laughing. She's, really about it. She's about the crocs. I'm crop, really like... obsessed with crocs. Like, okay, but tell mm-hmm.
1: us about this video game. Like, what would happen?
2: Well, I just don't think there's enough video games where, like, you can play... like. I want a game designed around the consciousness of, like, a black female character yes. who's alternative, and maybe you could change her outfits around, like, a very specific style that's my own. Like, I don't think that we're there yet. I've never seen a game like that, ever. Well, it's so,
1: like, 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 I don't know, I'm gonna curse. It's so fucking hard to get, like, a black female character
0: in a fucking movie or TV yeah, show, yeah, like, yeah,
1: yeah. video games, like, a whole nother. Yeah, like...
0: default characters are never
1: a yeah, black woman. Right. Yeah. It's a whole other patriarchal realm to, like, delve into you know that's,
2: i mean they're trying like my, i have hogwarts legacy i've been playing yeah stop for the last two weeks i'm a black girl in there with like white hair and with, like blue eyes and stuff that's, that's cool. fine my outfit yeah. is so sick on that game <laughs> i have to show you guys <laughs> I what see? is
1: is that pc or what is that hogwarts legacy yeah you come over it's on xbox
2: you okay. love it it's
1: so will. sick <laughs> um no i just don't know anything about but um, I had a GameCube, wish. so I didn't have an Xbox yes. ever. <laughs> I had Animal Crossing. Loved my GameCube. I just watched, because I, I never played. I watched my brother play The Hobbit mm-hmm. like six million times, and it's still like this is very dorky of me, but mm-hmm. I think you appreciate it. When I'm blowing dry my hair, because mm-hmm. I get really bored when I'm blowing my hair dry, mm-hmm. um I will literally just put on a video of someone playing the whole Hobbit game through, <laughs> <laughs> and might like, do that while I'm blowing my hair dry, and it brings back so many memories. It's,
2: I don't know. I love that. Well, see, that's a huge creative thing. Like, yeah. if you're not a game player, a lot of the times you like watching people play video games. Like, I totally. grew up doing that. I watched my um, cousin play Resident Evil. Yeah. I was too scared to play.
0: That's me with, like, every, like, gun <laughs> game. I'm just like, let no. me let every oh, no. I, can't I can't do
2: those. Those. I can't do this. <laughs>
0: yeah. You know how, like, you buy a bottle of wine,
1: and they're like, you should eat Montego cheese with this. Mm-hmm. Um, this is like <laughs> when someone... Participates in your art, whether that's like viewing or like mm-hmm. listening or whatever,
2: like what would you pair with it? That's a fire question.
1: Thank you. Um, I was literally Antonella.
2: Maybe an edible. Um,
1: okay. Like brownie or like a gummy, like what kind
0: of edible?
2: Uh, like a light gummy, just something to relax you a little bit, relax your muscles. Or if you're into microdosing shrooms, like I think my work, you, you'll see a lot of stuff in it. I haven't even done shrooms and looked at myself because you have to, go to be in a good place and be guided. But it's, it's a good place isn't coming at any time. <laughs> <laughs> you just, yeah, like you, you, you just, I don't know, you need to just relax a bit. Music, yeah. um, I think a rave is a good pairing. Okay. Ooh. A party because, like, because my stuff is so tactile people are going to want to touch you. Yeah. And vibrant, they'll bring, right. they attract people.
1: That was a great answer. Like, I thought the yeah. question was fun, but that was, like, a really good answer to that question. I that. That's I think question. it, like, really... Yeah, I know that I... I didn't like, I brain... really connected to that, mm-hmm. yeah. I have, whole, I have a whole image in my
0: own brain now. Okay, so... We're on Part three.
1: Part three. Which is literally, like, you. Like, okay. now we talked about your art. Mm -hmm. And now we're going to ask you like weird things, not weird things, but like Mm -hmm. about you as Mm -hmm. a person, because Mm -hmm. like we said, we wanted to compare Mm -hmm. your professional and your personal. And so we want to kind of dive into more of your personal now. Mm -hmm.
0: Okay. So, um, because you do a lot of different kinds of art, how do you honor all of these different sides of yourself and Mm -hmm. which one do you identify with the most? Are you like a fashion designer Mm or are you a painter? Mm -hmm. Are you a Everything at once.
2: Mm-hmm. I think I honor it by how I curate, like, my Instagram feed. Like, I'm starting to be very serious about that. I honor it by, like, you know, showing how many people are involved in the process. Because I think it's important for everyone to know that it's, like, this shit takes time and it takes a lot of brain power. Um, and what was the second part of the question? Like, what, what, you're, what do you identify
0: with the yeah. most? Which part of this creating... Like when you you're Mm -hmm. like,
1: I'm
2: Chanel the Mm -hmm. what are you? Rebel.
1: Yeah. More than
2: anything. Like I'm just like whatever, I'm gonna do whatever the fuck I want. Like I I don't like a title too much because titles are they change over time. Yeah. And I'm a time based person, so
1: I feel like what I like about this interview is we could (laughs) do this in like ten years and your answer would change. And I feel like that
2: might be fun. You know (laughs) what I mean? Um, I'll do it. So like that's I'm okay. I'm miserable now. Like I'm a miserable right now. like
1: <laughs> if that's just right now like I feel like that is cool, you know. Mm-hmm. Um what kind of media do you draw the most inspiration from? So like when you're getting ready or like mm-hmm. even when you're just like starting to
2: come up with ideas, like mm-hmm. what do you go to to like get that inspiration? Vintage clothes on Etsy. Okay. 1000%. Um that place is like such a hidden gem because it's not considered cool. It's too crafty for a lot of people. It is, and it is really cool. I used to hidden be, I used to be a vintage girl, <laughs> as our <laughs> yes. listeners will know, and <laughs> like that so was my, I know,
1: but that was my like, I was like a 40s, 50s vintage girl. I mm-hmm. was like
2: my, I was like, give me the 40s dresses, mm-hmm. and it was eras. always the
1: place. Yeah,
2: all eras, like I like Victorian, I yeah, fifties, sixties, nineties is crazy. Yeah, um, French brands like,
0: um, what. Aesthetic that's not necessarily your own. Mm-hmm. Are you? So, what are some of your favorites?
2: You mm, throw out some examples. In that,
0: fashion, just, particular. Yeah, like I don't know. What's what's been what well, have we like, done? Um, I I guess like an example would be like, I don't, like I'm don't trying to think of like oh
1: example.
2: Delara, you know Delara? I don't know. She does like very witchy. Okay, so. Oh, you oh, you're maybe witchy so stuff. I like witchy, but she's a different type of witchy. Like a.
0: Like, like I love. Like a. What do we call it? Like a grungy
2: witch or. Like a ethereal witch. She's like a. I don't know how to describe it. She's like definitely witchy, but like. It looks like the past and the future at the same time.
1: That's kind of almost like vampire core, mm-hmm. like in yeah. a way. I, like Because yeah, yeah. it's very corset, it's very. Yeah. yeah.
2: Very goth, very dramatic.
0: A little Victorian. A little Victorian inspired. Yeah, I love Victorian. I love
2: that. I think I really tap into how much I love horror. Okay. I Love horror. I like, sh- and I've been told my stuff is spooky. So. Yeah. If,
1: is there any like aesthetic that you really like that you are like that's not me, but like I like it? I'm like far.
2: Like, you can look at it. You know, you saying like um that you see a contemporary of mine as um, Tyler the Creator. Yeah. Uh, it's too soft for me. Yeah, I don't like desaturated. Too
0: stock boy. Yeah. 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 yeah, no. What did we say his aesthetic was? I think we like the mentioned. Him. yeah. Um, like hard, like hard. But also, like a little like Wes Anderson. Oh, Wes Anderson. Kitchy, yeah, like, like little preppy. Actually, yeah. yes. But it's so cohesive. Uh, you yeah. know, it's, it's not Igor. my style. Yeah, but those um, also I, not in right now.
1: I think it was like so like mm-hmm. him and Wes Anderson were like mm-hmm. doing the kitschy like pastels for like so long mm-hmm. and then I think it's like fawn so out of fashion mm-hmm. which like is how it works a little twee honestly is what we yeah, said yeah a little twe. what ah this is good that I'm asking this question. <laughs> we talk a lot about movies but like mm-hmm. what movies do you gravitate towards and like or we can talk about this after but I'm just wondering mm-hmm. if
2: there's like an aesthetic like line underlying the movies that you like that mm-hmm. you kind
0: of like lean towards
2: um so I'd say three movies that are huge fashion inspirations Mars Attacks Death becomes her and Gremlins too.
1: I need to see Death Becomes Her so badly. No. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Is
0: that a horror <laughs> movie? Yeah, but it's like it's hilarious.
2: Oh,
1: it's, it's what's not, her name? Is it, it kind of like a
0: camp? Yeah, a camp camp I can do that. Mamma
1: Mia, isn't it? Not Amanda Seyfried, the really famous one.
0: Meryl Streep. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> she's in it. Um, so it's like goofy, yeah. sexy. So she color is so
2: fired. And then there's the one character is like the witch yeah. who gives them this potion to live forever. She does this like topless, I don't know. It's sick. It's sick. You have to tap in. It's very yeah, sexual. It's that. cool.
1: Yeah. So I guess there's definitely like a. It's like horror, like ironic horror almost. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, so it's like a joke behind it, sort of. Facts. Like I like, like I'm a dark person, but I'm also super goofy. Right. So I like horror, but I like a moment where you could just laugh and breathe. Like, I don't want right. to stress someone out, uh, like, the <laughs> entire time. Like that's It's weird. like you
1: like the more aesthetic part of it, which I think, like, Mars Attacks, Gremlins, like, they both, like, mm-hmm. they're, like, horror movies, but it's mm-hmm. more about, like, the special effects that they're doing, not mm-hmm. about, like, oh, my God, this alien mm-hmm. is coming, you know? Like, yeah. it's definitely more, it's not, I guess, like, for from a film standpoint, it's not the style in which they're making the film, it's mm-hmm. literally about the visuals, which yeah. makes sense for fashion.
2: Yeah, I mean, I like the shining too because the, the reds in there was so vibrant. Like, yeah. yeah There's a lot of stuff. I like Pearl too. Pearl's aesthetic. Oh, amazing.
0: yeah. I mean, that's so, it's just even like the posters and everything. Mm-hmm. That's just so. The way anyway, it was filmed too it was mm-hmm. super specific. I, I love that so much. Mm-hmm. I feel like nowadays, like the classic horror movie has gotten away from that artistic, like. Yeah. Almost glamorous way of filming, like they did, and when it was more campy and kitschy. Like mm-hmm. I, I love that so much more. It makes me feel like I'm not watching a horror movie. And I, you don't like horror movies? I don't. <laughs> I get really scared. <laughs> you didn't hate, um, The Exorcist. That scared the shit out of me. <laughs> I was no, terrified. You're being chill about it. I was trying my hardest. It was, you <laughs> know, that's like one of my favorite movies,
2: The Exorcist. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, I'm like obsessed with it. I've literally seen it like five times or something
2: crazy. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was, was so. Much that was the
0: scariest movie I've ever seen. Really? Again.
2: Yes. Really? Like you did not that act was, like that. That was so scary. I could give you a whole list of movies scarier than no, that. No, don't. You've seen <laughs> it? Yeah, when I was younger, I watched a lot of stuff I shouldn't have. I
0: watched like it better than The longer. Shining, so mm. I recommend rewatching. Yeah. It. I'm sure you would like it because it's there's something really. Beautiful about, like, it's the 70s yeah. aesthetic that I love. And yeah. the only thing I t- took away from that was, right. like, oh, it takes place in the 70s, I know, because she's
1: so, the, the main character, she has, like, all the cute outfits. The yeah. mom, like, she has, like, these amazing outfits. And mm-hmm. the, uh, the hot breeze, like, amazing. Not <laughs> 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 the hot breeze. You're not hot, but it's just a breeze. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, Closing Towers of the Third Kind is the movie I was talking about, mm-hmm. where it's, like, got a similar, like, Storyline to Mars, well, not a similar storyline to Mars Attacks, but it's, like, basically, like, this, these weird alien things keep happening, mm-hmm. and it's, like, because the spaceship is landing, but the whole, like, you don't, that doesn't happen to like, the last half an hour, which is also the exorcist. It's a very 70s thing to do, mm-hmm. which is to, like, like, very slow build, and mm-hmm. then, like, half an hour of, like, insane, insanity, basically.
2: That's fire. Yeah. There's this other movie that I've been meaning to watch. It's by the director who did The Fly. I'm sp- I'm trying to make myself okay. watch everything he does.
0: Oh Cronenberg, yeah. Yeah.
2: On yeah. <clears> to <throat> so talk
0: about movies. What music do you listen to?
2: Mm-hmm. Reggae. Well, I'm, you know, my family's Caribbean, so I listen to a lot of reggae because they'll tell the most intense story in like a millisecond. So the storytelling is really profound. Like it's actually like genius. Um and I call a lot of the music I listen to like kind of like dancehall opera, um, because these people are singing their hearts out, talking about like what the political things they're going through, but with this rhythm that you want to move to. Um, so,
1: yeah, I would love some recommendations on that because I, I love like classic reggae, which is kind of typical, mm-hmm. but um,
2: but you have to start there.
1: That's the that's the right, foundation. right, right, right. But there's mm-hmm. so many like musical elements of reggae that I mm-hmm. like love
0: mm-hmm. and then i feel like i'd really like to know like more about the mm-hmm. genre because of that you know mm-hmm. is there a specific song that you want us to play cuz we can totally like just what's play your song? in <laughs> any songs that you want say something
2: by Dexedaps um okay so if you listen to call me if by Dexedaps like this man has the most beautiful voice anything he sings is stunning but most of the time he's talking about being in love with a woman who's taken mm-hmm like every single song about this i think one girl Ooh, yeah. we can't <laughs> 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 okay we'll put it in <laughs>
1: okay this is our best question i, I think um, <laughs> are you all excited <laughs> <laughs> no we just I think what's fun is that, like, we try to go beyond when we look at aesthetics, mm-hmm. um, and this question's a little out of left field, but I think it's fun because we recently talked about something along these lines, like, in our season, mm-hmm. um, and we do, we have done, like, core, we have done, we just did mermaid core, mm. so, like, if you could be, like, a mythical creature, what mythical creature would you be? It's a good one, and I feel like I've
2: thought of this before, but now I'm blanking um alien Wizard. can i be an alien? alien yeah yeah i'm an alien 1000 yeah you are i have an alien complex like <laughs> that's why all my problems exist because i'm like i'm Stop. not even
1: from here <laughs> artistic, artistic thing, the barn what's you? your what's your
2: astrology side uh libra um sun scorpio rising really? yeah I'm oh, libra that makes sun.
1: sense i'm a libra moon so that makes
2: sense oh um, we can get along yeah um scorpio rising and then what's the, what's the other big one? The moon. Moon is Capricorn, and I don't know what that means. Oh. Capricorn. I'm a Capricorn sun. Ooh, you gotta teach me about being Capricorn. Yeah, I don't still
0: know what that means. to teach
2: means. you what we do. What we
0: do. <laughs> <Ow>. You're very <better laughs> not. No, you are a Capricorn, but you're I'm like a Capricorn rising too. So You're I'm one very of Capricorn. You're no, like one yeah. half of Capricorn. There's another working. half of Capricorn. I I think our I think the like, the stereotype is like boss like top of the, the food chain, leader, leader vibes, oh, but I don't you know, know. I love that. I, do, I feel like girl boss vibes. I don't know.
1: Because there's like two, because there's what, there's, <laughs> I have <been laughs> but like I met Capricorns that I didn't get along with, but it's like into an, a cream, and then I also have, like, yeah, we'll have a nice. lot of really good friends that are
0: Capricorns. They do the kind play. of have like God complexes right. sometimes.
1: So. I have that.
2: I have God so so complexes. She does not have that,
0: though.
1: So, <laughs>
2: no. Complex.
0: I don't.
1: You really don't. I really so sometimes like, it's, it's
2: subtle <laughs> it's another god complex. what is a god complex like, if we could really define it what is a god complex it's narcissism um, god complex a is person. like I do have a princess complex though sure well, I have
0: a princess <laughs> complex <laughs> I, well I think it's more like I am the greatest like in a certain way right. where narcissism is like I'm the greatest. Well, narcissism is I'm the center of the universe. Yeah. God complex um, no, is like, that's I'm, too ab- much. Above, <laughs> I'm above everything. Like, everything works out for me. I am. That is, narcissism low. Is that? It? I don't know. I think it's like also confidence, too.
2: Yes. It's hard. Like, everything's a narcissist. Everyone's a narcissist now. Oh, it's confusing.
0: I, this is crazy, because
2: I just started reading this fucking book. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on one second. Unpack it. Unpack yeah. it. Yep.
1: Yeah, you can't, like. <laughs> No, it's literally, like, on my mind, I read, like, two pages of this book, this mm-hmm. fucking book, but it's literally about how we have collective narcissism as a society, okay. and it is what is destroying the Earth. Period. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, like, she's an eco-psychologist, so all of her, like, information is about, like, mm-hmm. how you break down psychology when in relationship to the Earth, and it's amazing. It's insane. Like, the stuff mm-hmm. she's saying, I'm like, yes
2: this book is everything right now. Like it's making so much sense. Like we should seek counsel from animals. Like we should observe them more than. And indigenous
1: peoples because Ah, indigenous peoples are the ones that, yeah. Like, I don't know. Like I also listened, sorry, now we're ranting, but um, (laughs) listening to this really interesting podcast on wilderness and Mm. how the people who created like the wilderness movement in the United States, people who created national parks and all this stuff, were very anti-indigenous peoples because they wanted zero human contact with the earth, but it's not supposed to be like that. There's a way uh, to do it
0: with and, and coexist.
2: Exactly, so to be people, mm-hmm. wilderness, right?
1: But so we can. So kind of a wilderness bridge. can't really exist without people. Mm-hmm. It just can't exist with capitalism, mm-hmm. you know. So it has to be that like very natural coexistence with nature. Okay. So yeah,
0: you you're an alien. That's what you identify.
1: I with have grants in the podcast. It's just
0: podcast. <laughs> No, uh-huh. we at least have one.
2: Like geez, it means Things are comfortable,
1: you know? Mm-hmm. Okay, now we're going to wrap stuff up with yeah. some general so closing fast. questions. <laughs> yeah, 40 minutes. That's oh. pretty good.
0: That's where we usually round out. Yeah, so, pretty it's standard. Um, Love that for us.
2: Um.
1: <laughs> so
0: what's a random thing you've been obsessed with lately? Give a shout out to somebody. <gasps> a niche random thing. You're just down a rabbit hole. We always yeah, have, yeah. we always
2: have like little things we're obsessed mm-hmm. with. So. I don't. I feel so nerdy. I've been obsessed with Hogwarts Legacy. Like I really have. Oh god, that sucks. No. That sucks. There's <laughs> no way to relate that back to fashion. Actually, okay. That's so funny. the reason I'm obsessed with it is just because it's just so liberating. Like yeah. you know, you're it's mystical. You know, if you're playing the game, it costs 150 million dollars to make that game. Um, for a reason. Yeah. yeah. Really, really also, good. like.
1: I don't know. That like makes sense. That checks out to me. Like you want the graphics to be good. Right. I don't
2: want that to be my closing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I I no, to we have out. other. We have like two more questions that'll I, be a, a I, better. Genuinely,
1: <laughs> no, end it here. Okay. My brain <laughs> was like, at least it's not 150 billion dollars. Um, that would be like way, but no, it's too much. Money. No, and you said um, you like
0: dress up your character too. Like, I it's my favorite thing with a game is I get to like create a little avatar with like weird. Outfits and hair—it's ah, my favorite thing. That's so important. That's the only reason I ever like video games. I'll just, just restart guessing. a video game. I, that's how I always was with every game. Like I would just be at the home page, yep. remaking. That's the first thing
1: you do when you walk into the game—you yeah. change the outfit. It's cute. It's cute.
2: It is.
1: Okay. Um, what can we look forward to from you? Any upcoming
2: projects that you want to plug for us? Um. Right now, I'm just, like, you know, sketching out next collections. And, I mean, I hope there's next projects coming up. There's nothing in, like, the works, technically. I'm just trying to... You
1: have some content coming out soon. Oh,
2: yeah. Period. Yeah. So, like, I'm rolling out more AI generations, um, really, like, solidifying ourselves as a fashion brand that makes really cool artificial intelligent prints. Um, you know, a cool photo shoot we just did on Sunday. I completely forgot about that shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We did a really cool photo shoot on Sunday where it's not on mannequins this time, it's on a human being and we're like going around my studio in Ridgewood wearing like, you know, pieces from multiple capsule collections that happened before this. So I'm really excited for that to yeah. happen. And the videos too from that, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. Yes. Our really fun green screen videos that we did with Emma. sick. And you know I didn't listen to them yet, right? I'm saving oh, really? it. No, I'm saving There's it. There's one
1: that you're not going to like. That's why you haven't texted me yet. One
2: do, you, do you think that i notice things that you're thinking of? Do I notice things that you think of? No, you notice
1: things I would have no idea that you would be like. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. I'm like, oh, she's going to point at this. She's going to point at And then you're like, what about this? And I'm like, I didn't even. I did mean, not
2: consider that thing. Like, I was like, whatever. It's that fashion designer brain. Man. So you funny. just see shit that's make, that you're not supposed to see.
0: So do you have any thoughts you want to leave for someone who wants to become an artist or is currently grinding themselves? I'd be born
2: rich, baby. <laughs> be born rich. Yep. Like, I'm, I'm just kidding. Okay, so community, community, community. If yeah. you don't come from money, you have to find community immediately. Um, I, my one regret with that is this brand is that I don't have a design partner. Like, I really want to have a two-person team. My favorite fashion brands are at least two people. Like, Polina Russo, I told you about. Two fire-ass women. Charlotte Knowles is, I think, designing with her boyfriend Mm. and stuff. And if it's not a design duo, like your friends, you gotta tap into your network. And I'm super grateful for the community I've built recently.
1: Love that, Emma. Okay, thank you, Chanel. Woo, that was so fun. Thank (laughs) you so much. Yay! That was us talking to our guest, Chanel. Thank you, Chanel, so much for talking to us. We had such a blast. Um be sure to check out Chanel's Instagram bet on water um, to find out more about her brand and any more thank yous, Antonella.,
0: uh, thank you for listening and stay tuned for more guest episodes and conversations with other artists in the future. And
1: quick thank you to Phineas O'Brien for our intro outro and uh, I my voice correction that was terrible. Uh, <laughs> into outro um, and ACAST for hosting us. Okay, see you next
0: time. Bye, thank you.